Hello. This is weekly pharma news review from PharmaVibe. I'm Grace and nice to meet you here. First of all, I'm extremely excited to announce that the online platform for CPHI and PMEC China is fully live now. The online event will be live for 54 days to help you connect for an extended period of time. Looking back on this week's pharma news, Beijing's new indication for Zanubrutinib was approved in the EU while Top Alliance submitted a marketing application for the anti-PD-1 monoclonal antibody Toripalumab in the EU. The most noteworthy in the R&D section of this week is Hengre's JAK inhibitor Phase 3 clinical success, making it be expected to become the first product made in China in the field of autoimmune system diseases. Other pharma news collected in this episode covers three sections including drug review, R&D, and business. Now, let's get started. First focusing on the news from the Center for Drug Evaluation of the China National Medical Products Administration. On November 15th, the CDE official website revealed that Everest Medicines's budesonide sustained release capsule was submitted and processed as a marketing application for the treatment of adult patients with primary immunoglobulin A nephropathy at risk of progression. Neficon is an innovative oral-targeted sustained-release preparation of budesonide, which is now the world's first targeted therapeutic drug for immunoglobulin A nephropathy. On November 16, the CDE official website revealed that Novartis' new indication for secukinumab was processed for submission of a marketing application. Secukinumab is a fully human IL-17A inhibitor, the first and only fully human interleukin inhibitor in the world. Approved in China as early as March 2019, it is currently approved for the treatment of adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis in pediatric patients aged 6 years and above weighing greater than or equal to 50 kilograms, who are eligible for systemic therapy or phototherapy and adult patients with ankylosing spondylitis who have failed to respond to conventional therapy. On November 15, the CDE official website revealed that the clinical trial application for the AK-130 injection of Akiso was granted implied permission. AK-130 is the world's first and only investigational TIGIT and TGF-beta dual-target antibody fusion protein new drug, and the first dual-target antibody fusion protein innovative drug from Akiso. Marketing Application and Approval from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration on November 14, Immunogen announced that Mervituximab sorovtansine received accelerated marketing approval from the FDA for adult patients with folate receptor alpha-positive, platinum-resistant epithelial ovarian, fallopian tube, or primary peritoneal cancer who have received one to three prior systemic treatment regimens. Mervituximab sorovtansine is a first-in-class folate receptor alpha-directed antibody and microtubule inhibitor conjugate comprising a folate receptor alpha-binding antibody, cleavable linker, and the metansinoid payload DM4, a potent tubulin inhibitor designed to kill the targeted cancer cells. On November 17, PreventionBio announced that teplazumab was approved for marketing by the FDA to delay or prevent the onset of stage 3 type 1 diabetes in adults and pediatric patients aged 8 years and older with stage 2 type 1 diabetes, making it the first therapy in the world to alter the course of type 1 diabetes disease. 
Teplizumab is a CD3-directed antibody that targets CD3 antigen on the surface of T-cells and protects islet beta cells from destruction by binding to CD3 on the surface of effect or T-cells and inhibiting the attack of T-cells on islet beta cells. Let's look at the clinical trial applications approved by the institution. On November 15, Kaluan Biotech, a holding subsidiary of Kaluan Pharmaceutical, announced that a new drug clinical trial application for SKB264 in combination with MSD's PD-1 antibody pembrolizumab for selected patients with advanced solid tumors in a phase 2 study was approved by the FDA. SKB264 is a next-generation antibody drug conjugate combining a humanized monoclonal antibody targeting CHOP2, an enzymatically cleavable linker, and a novel topoisomerase 1 inhibitor, which Kaluan Biotech owns the intellectual property. On November 14, GMAX Biofarm announced that its application of investigation of a new drug for GMA-131 injection was approved by the US FDA for a clinical study on diabetic kidney disease. GMA-131 is the world's first ETA-specific monoclonal antibody developed by GMAX Biofarm, which specifically targets ETA and blocks ET1 and ETA signal transduction with no cross-reactivity with ETB. Marketing Application and Approval from the European Medicines Agency On November 17, Beijing announced the EMAS approval of its new indication for zanubrutinib for the treatment of adult patients with treatment-naive or relapsed or refractory chronic lymphocytic leukemia. It has previously been approved in the EU for the treatment of adult patients with Waldenstrom's macroglobulinemia who have received at least one prior therapy or as first-line treatment for Waldenstrom's macroglobulinemia patients who are not candidates for immunochemotherapy and for the treatment of adult patients with marginal zone lymphoma who have received at least one prior anti-CD20 therapy. On November 15, Top Alliance announced that the marketing applications about the anti-PD-1 monoclonal antibody toripalumab have been submitted to the EMA for the following indications. First, toripalumab in combination with cisplatin and gemcitabine for the first-line treatment of patients with locally recurrent or metastatic nasopharyngeal carcinoma. Second, Toripalumab in combination with paclitaxel and cisplatin for the first-line treatment of patients with unresectable locally advanced and recurrent or metastatic esophageal squamous cell carcinoma. In the R&D section, despite the fact that there were a few drug failures, multiple innovative drugs achieved positive clinical results. Roche announced the results from two Phase three graduate trials, including Graduate 1 and 2 of gantanarumab, for patients with early-stage Alzheimer's disease. Gantanarumab failed to meet the primary clinical endpoint of improving cognitive impairment since the drug cleared lower-than-expected levels of amyloid beta. Gantanarumab is a subcutaneously dosed, fully human monoclonal immunoglobulin G1 antibody designed to target and bind aggregated forms of amyloid beta. Satsuma announced that top-line results from the Summit Phase 3 trial of STS-101 for the acute treatment of migraine did not meet the pre-specified co-primary endpoint. STS-101 is a unique and proprietary nasal powder formulation of dihydroergotamine mesylate, administered via Satsuma's proprietary nasal delivery device. It is designed to provide significant benefits versus existing acute treatments for migraine, 
including the combination of quick and convenient self-administration and other clinical advantages. Hutchmed announced the top-line result in the Frequentinib Phase 3 Fertiga study in combination with paclitaxel for the treatment of patients with advanced gastric cancer or gastroesophageal junction adenocarcinoma. The trial was positive, having one of the primary endpoints of statistically significant improvement in progression-free survival, which is clinically meaningful. Frequentinib is a highly selective and potent oral inhibitor of vascular endothelial growth factor receptor 1, 2, and 3. Lumos Pharma announced interim results from two phase 2 trials of its growth hormone secretagogue receptor agonist LUM201. The results showed that after six months of treatment, the six-month annualized height velocity on 1.6 mg per kilogram every day LUM201 met the expectations for growth and the therapy was only indicated for patients with normal hypothalamic pituitary growth hormone axis function. LUM201 was originally developed by MSD. Daiichi Sankyo announced that a trial evaluating the efficacy and safety of booster vaccination with DS5670 achieved its primary endpoint. DS5670 is an mRNA vaccine that uses a novel nucleic acid delivery technology discovered by Daiichi Sankyo and is designed to produce antibodies against the receptor-binding domain of the novel coronavirus spike protein, resulting in good prophylaxis and safety against COVID-19. Arcutis announced that its Integument 1 pivotal Phase 3 trial of Roflumilast Cream 0.15% met its primary endpoint, significantly improving patients' skin symptoms. Roflumilast is a next-generation topical phosphodiesterase for inhibitor whose tablets were first approved for marketing in the EU in July 2010 for the treatment of patients with chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Sinocell Tech announced that SCTV01C and SCTV01E have undergone an interim analysis of the UAE Phase 3 safety and immunogenicity clinical trial with a head-to-head -head comparison of mRNA vaccines with positive results. SCTV01C and SCTV01E are new-generation bivalent and quadrivalent variant strain recombinant protein vaccines independently developed by Sinocell Tech Engineering in response to the rapid variation of SARS-CoV-2 and the decrease of neutralizing antibody titers and protection rates against variant strains by the first-generation vaccines from China and other countries in the basis of the original strains. Hendre Medicine announced that its subsidiary Raystone Biopharma's Phase 3 clinical research RSJ10333 of amacitinib tablets for atopic dermatitis met the co-primary endpoint and all key secondary endpoints, showing that a significantly higher proportion of patients aged 12 years and older with moderate to severe atopic dermatitis who received oral once-a-day 8mg or 4mg ivermacitinib tablets monotherapy at week 16 achieved IgA0 or 1 response and EASI 75 response than the placebo group. Ivermacitinib tablet is the first new generation of JAK1 inhibitors developed independently in China and is expected to be marketed first in China. High Tide Therapeutics announced that the results of a clinical phase 2 study completed with the company's core variety HTD1801 in adults with primary sclerosing cholangitis were published in the American Journal of Gastroenterology, a leading international journal.
The study met the primary study endpoint and multiple key secondary endpoints thereby revealing the efficacy and safety of HTD-1801 for the treatment of primary sclerosing cholangitis. Astellas Pharma announced that the Phase 3 spotlight study of Zolbituximab met its primary endpoint. The study was designed to evaluate the efficacy and safety of Zolbituximab in combination with Mfalfox-6, a combination regimen including oxaliplatin, folinic acid, and fluorouracil in the first-line treatment of patients with Claudin-18 isoform 2-positive, HER2-negative locally advanced unresectable or metastatic gastric or gastroesophageal junction adenocarcinoma. Zolbituximab is a first-in-class monoclonal antibody targeting Claudin-18 isoform 2. Vicin Pharmaceuticals released the clinical data from the pivotal Phase 3 study of lonapexametropin in children with growth hormone deficiency in China. The data showed that lonapexametropin demonstrated an annualized growth rate of 10.66 cm per year compared to 9.75 cm per year at 52 weeks, reaching the primary objective of the study in demonstrating that lonapexametropin is non-inferior to the daily human growth hormone. Lonapexametropin is a new long-acting growth hormone introduced by Ascendis Pharma that requires only weekly injections. Finally, in the business section. Henso Pharmaceutical Group announced that its wholly-owned subsidiary Henso Shanghai Health Technology entered into a license agreement with Biotheus to obtain an exclusive license from Biotheus to develop and commercialize PM1080 in China. PM1080 is an EGFR and CMET bispecific antibody drug with the ability to block both EGFR and CMET signals, inhibit tumor growth and survival, etc. It is currently in the preclinical research stage. Harbor Biomed announced that its manufacturing facility in Suzhou was transferred to Wuxi Biologics holding subsidiary Wuxi vaccines with a total transaction amount of 146 million renminbi. According to the asset transfer agreement, the Suzhou facility of Harbor Biomed, including machinery and equipment, various vehicles, tools and instruments, furniture, communication facilities and equipment, fixtures in the leased premises including installed equipment and facilities, office equipment and furniture of the relevant production plant, and certain transfers of the relevant agreements regarding the production plant. Simsier Pharmaceutical and Idorcia of Switzerland jointly announced an exclusive license agreement for the development of Idorcia's novel anti-insomnia drug Duradorexant in China. Duradorexant reduces overactive central arousal by blocking the binding of the wake-promoting neuropeptide to its receptors. Under the agreement, Simsier Pharmaceutical will acquire the exclusive rights to develop and commercialize Duradorexant in Greater China. Simsier Pharmaceutical is responsible for the clinical research and development of the project in China. That's all for the Pharma News Review of this week, but you can get more industry insights from China to the globe at pharmasources.com at any time. Don't forget to activate your complimentary pass to CPHI and PMEC China Online VEC event and access your personal dashboard to connect with potential partners and new suppliers, arrange video meetings, and reserve your spot at expert-led content sessions. Hope you enjoy your VEC journey. This is weekly news review of the pharmaceutical industry from PharmaVibe. Make sure you check back next week. I'm Grace, see you next time.